Hey kids, tonight we are going to have a picnic. Did you know that Jesus had a picnic with his followers and there were 5,000 people who came? Can you imagine a picnic with that many people? Here, let's spread out our picnic cloth here on the floor. Well, of course I brought food along. I have five crackers and two small gummy fish. But you're going to have to divide this food between all four of you. What, you don't think that there will be enough? Well, in our story today, Jesus fed a huge crowd of 5,000 people with only five loaves of bread and two small fish. Let's find out what happened. Welcome to episode four of the Family Bible Connection podcast with Laurie Christine. Hey mama, do you ever feel inadequate to teach your kids about God? Do they have questions about the Bible that you don't know how to answer? Do you want to have a family devotions, but you're just not sure where to start? Are you tired of pretending that your kids are perfect and that you have it all together? Hey, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Family Bible Connection, a community of moms who desperately need Jesus for every step of our parenting journey. We want our kids to know the Bible and grow in their love for God and others. We want to prepare our kids to go into the world as passionate followers of Jesus. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. Through devotional resources, family routines, and Bible study, I will teach you how to create a Christ-centered culture in your home. In episode one, we talked about why it's important to spend time in God's word together as a family. In episode two, we talked about what it looks like to have family devotional time in your home. And we also talked about what to do if you feel like you've failed in this area. Episode three was the first in a two-part episode where we talked about how to engage your kids in family devotion times. Using my background as a public school elementary teacher, more than 12 years of experience as an elementary Bible teacher at my church, and 10 years so far of Christian motherhood, I have created a collection of eight practical ways that parents can engage their kids in family devotions and Bible study. In the last episode, we covered the first four tips. So if you haven't heard these first four tips, you can go back and listen to episode three. But they were, number one, be passionate. Number two, take a picture walk. Number three, connect to prior knowledge. And number four, model your thought process out loud. This week, we're going to talk about five more ways that you can engage your kids in family Bible times and make it more fun and exciting for them. Okay, so we're going to jump right in to number five. Number five is using object lessons. And in the very first part of this episode, in the introduction, I gave an example of what an object lesson might look like. So you would need to spend a little bit of time beforehand to prepare your materials, but using physical objects can be a really effective strategy to help your kids stay focused during the Bible story. The more senses that you stimulate throughout the Bible lesson, the more impactful the story will be. Think about how you could include taste, touch, smell, sight, and sound in your lesson. Um, I have a few examples for you, um, but you can absolutely be creative. So 
for example, in the story where Jesus feeds 5,000 people, I, I told you in the beginning, in the introduction, that you could have a picnic on the floor of your living room and hand out crackers and Swedish fish or gummy fish while you read the story. Um, another example, if your story is about um, Jesus being the light of the world, you could turn off all of the lights and maybe light one candle in the middle of the room to demonstrate how Jesus shines his light into the darkness. If you're reading the story about how God created the world back in Genesis, you could give everyone a lump of Play-Doh or clay and let them create something while you're reading. Um, If you're reading about the Tower of Babel, you could hand out building blocks and see who could build the tallest tower. Or maybe um, if the story is Daniel in the lion's den, you could look up a video on YouTube of what real lions look like. Um, that they're not just these fluffy little kitties, that they are actually dangerous creatures. So you kind of get the idea, but you can absolutely be creative and use your imagination um, to engage your kids in this area. Okay, number six, use total participation techniques. The concept of total participation techniques, also known as TPTs, was developed by educators Persida and William Himmelie. TPTs are methods that engage both your mind and your body and encourage active learning. Now, it sounds a little complicated, but it's actually very simple. These methods were designed to help teachers in a classroom setting engage all their students at once rather than just calling on one student at a time. But these techniques can easily be adapted to use in your home as well. And it makes the the Bible time a little bit more fun and engaging for your kids. The following are just a few examples that can be used during family devotions. For example, um, put your hand on your head if you think that Daniel is going to escape from the lion's den. Or maybe give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down if you think that the king is going to throw Daniel into the lion's den. What do you think is going to happen? Or maybe let's all whisper the answer together. Another idea is to have everybody write down one word in a journal or on a piece of paper. Maybe you could have them whisper the answer to your brother or sister, to their brother or sister. Or let's all say the answer as loud as we can. So it just is a way to engage all of the kids at one time rather than just calling on one kid, do you know the answer? Who has the answer to this question? Rather, it engages everybody in sharing their thoughts and um, participating in the in the story. Okay, so number seven is learn to ask great questions that inspire discussion. I have found that there are few children's devotional books or Bible story books that include thoughtful questions to help children process what they have heard and apply it to their lives. So I often find myself improvising with my own questions. So for younger children, it's okay to ask more concrete questions that have a specific answer in the story. For example, who was Jesus talking to? Or what did Adam and Eve do that was wrong? But for older children, your questions should be a little bit more open-ended. You should help your kids imagine themselves in the shoes of one of the characters in the story. Help them to think a little bit more deeply about the meaning of the story and ask them if there's a lesson that needs to be applied to their own lives. 
So here are a few examples of questions that could be applied to any story, but you could modify them for the specific story that you are reading. How do you think that character was feeling when that happened? How would you feel in that situation? Why do you think the character responded in that way? What did God mean when he said that? What can we learn about God from this story or scripture passage? Is there a lesson that we can learn from this story and apply to our own lives? Is there a promise that we can hold on to? Is there something that I need to do or some way that I need to change because of this lesson? Okay, and then number eight, our last tip for making our devotional time a little bit more engaging and fun for our kids is to use journals for personal reflection time. Giving your children something to do while you read will help them to stay focused on the Bible story. So you could provide kids with a journal and colored pencils or crayons, and then while you're reading, allow them to draw or write whatever comes to mind. This helps them keep their hands busy and allows their minds to focus. And then at the end, you could allow the kids to share their pictures with the family. Um, For older kids, you can also use journals at the end of the story for a personal reflection time. And this is a great opportunity to teach your kids how to develop a personal relationship with God, but within the structure of family time. Explain to your kids that this is their own time to spend with God. With their journal and a pencil or a crayon, ask them to find a quiet spot where they won't be distracted. Set the timer for two to five minutes, depending on the age of your children, And then you could choose one of the questions that I mentioned before in part seven, or use a simple structure like this for your children to fill out. God, I praise you because you are blank. And then allow your children to fill in that word. You could even model this. You could say it out loud in the group. God, I praise you because you are, and then allow your children to just write that word in their journal or draw a picture of a reason that they want to praise God. Thank you, God, for blank. God, please forgive me for blank. And your kids can fill in that blank there. Please help me to blank. You could model this for your kids and fill in the blanks yourself first and then allow them to fill in the answers um, for um, for their own personal prayer. And then at the end, of your family Bible time, you could close in prayer and praise God for who he is and for his character qualities that you learned about in the story. Allow your kids to pray out loud if they feel comfortable doing so. All right, so we covered our eight tips for engaging your kids in family devotions and Bible times. Now I have one bonus for you, actually a couple bonuses, um, that are just some tips for keeping it fresh. Um, You could choose different types of content for your family devotions. So you could select a Bible storybook or a devotional book or read straight from the Bible. You could choose a different location. So maybe make a fort in the living room or sit on the back patio or snuggle up on mom and dad's bed or pull up lawn chairs by the campfire. You could also choose a different time of day, and I found this to be very effective. In my family, we recently started having our devotion times in the morning after breakfast instead of right before bed, and I've noticed that my kids are much calmer and more focused in the morning, and it also makes bedtime a little less 
crazy as well. And then lastly, um, you could choose a hands-busy, mind-focused activity, which just means allow your kids to quietly color or draw or build with Legos while you read and discuss the Bible story. So as always, I have a practical challenge for you this week, and it's very similar to last week, but I just want you to choose one of the four practical tips that we talked about today, either creating an object lesson, using total participation techniques, asking great questions, journaling, or one of those ways to keep it fresh. Now, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. You don't have to try all of these things at once. Just try to implement one of these tips this week to help engage your kids and get them excited about digging into God's word. Our closing Bible verse for this week is Philippians 2.13 from the New Living Translation version of the Bible. And it says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. And I'm going to close in prayer. I'm praying in the first person so that you can make this a prayer for yourself and for your own children. You can find a copy of this prayer in the show notes. God, I trust that you are working in me and in the hearts of my kids. Please give me the desire and the power to do what pleases you. I trust that you will do the same in the hearts of my precious children. Help me to be faithful in passing on your truth to them and modeling your perfect love. Amen. I'd like to tell you about a free book that I have available for you to download. It is called How to Engage Your Kids in Family Devotions. If you need some fresh inspiration to help your kids engage with family Bible times, this is a practical resource to help you get started. And everything we've been talking about in the past few episodes can be found in this book. You can find the free ebook on my website, familybibleconnection.com. And just click on the bar at the top that says free ebook. Thank you so much for joining me for episode four of the Family Bible Connection with Laurie Christine, where together as moms, we will cling tightly to Jesus as we create a Christ-centered culture in our homes. If you found value in this episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show, leave a written review in iTunes, and then share this episode with a friend. If you would like to read a blog version of this episode or download free resources to help you create a Christ-centered culture in your home, go to familybibleconnection.com.